Liberty lockdown, piss down your barcode Your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold Where did it come from and where did it go? It requires a fight, not tweeting from your phone Don't need a king, get him off the fucking throne If you ride with the thought, you've always got a home The virus you're scared of will come and it'll go The government knows this, don't get treated like a hoe Let's get into the show Welcome everybody to another episode of Liberty Lockdown. <laughs> we have my friends, <laughs> Elise and Liz in the building and we will leave it at that. Uh, they are currently tripping on lysergic acid. <laughs> That's us. That is we. It's been a wild evening. It's been fun though. Yeah. I haven't, been, fun. I haven't been in this room in a long, in a long time. This is Liz's first time doing it. Elise is a, a soldier and has done this a few times. But yes. so we we just got done watching um, the season finale of Midnight Gospel, which oh, was yeah. Duncan Trussell's uh, farewell conversation podcast that he did with his mom in 2013. Beautiful. You guys were both very touched by it, as was yeah. I. Um, I don't know what was your takeaway from it. I know what we were reflecting on. Uh, just easy to let stuff go you know just i don't know it's going to be challenging to have that kind of conversation with those different people in your life when you know that they're slipping out and they're going on to their next journey i think that brings a good question up would you rather have that opportunity to know because obviously not all death is expected Mm. would i have yeah i'd want to know i don't know i don't know give you that opportunity for closure i think that having i think it'll come both ways in life it'll come both ways in life like sometimes you'll get that opportunity and sometimes you won't i don't know i I don't i I don't see ultimately yeah we don't get to decide but yeah and i i I don't know i guess that that question to me doesn't really make sense then right because like no i'm just asking your preference like i for me personally as much as I would rather my parents not know that they're about to pass, because I think that's mm-hmm. that's quite the battle that they have to deal with. I still, for my own selfish reasons, I would kind of like to know, so I could get that opportunity to have that goodbye talk and let them know how much they mattered to me and all yeah. that. So yeah, that was pretty. Would you rather have yourself at your you know your deathbed having people come in and and be able to tell you how they impacted your life? And how you impacted their lives, or would you I think to- I think I would prefer that, but at the same time, you know, having an unexpected death would also be kind of a relief because then you don't have to look your humanity and the temporal nature of life in the face. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's almost like that catastrophic boom at that exact moment. If it's just as tragic as it could be, leaving this earth, like you pop into the the world and have really. Um, I don't know how to put it. I've always been that Irish goodbye type. <laughs> you don't want to tell people. I'm not mouth. I I yeah. do I do not like, like saying goodbye when I leave a party. So know, I guess I vibe with you on that one. Always do. Yeah. I'm always just fuck it. Like I left my impression, man. Good or bad. Like yeah. here it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're just. Uh-oh. That's true. That's true. I guess it doesn't really change things. It's just it is really nice to be able to. Um, let the well i guess on both sides it's really nice you get to if you're the person that's dying you get to hear how you impacted their lives and mm-hmm. kind of get that point driven home as opposed to just like the assumption and vice versa like i get to tell my parents cuz obviously we're all, all thinking about our parents 
in this context, I get to tell them how, how much they, you know, formed who I was as a person and how much they meant to me in that regard. So I don't know. It's, it's not an easy answer either way. It's weird. It's going to be fun to see, you know, the people that you've impacted. Like I think of my niece, Eden, and I think Mm -hmm. of California and Sebastian and how they've come to me at different points in their lives. And I've imparted wisdom that's been from others. Um, Mm. And I'm like, wow, that was really wise of me to even say that. Where did that come from? Uh, I love those moments mm-hmm. when you when you relay something to somebody else and you're like, oh shit, dude, Liz was- taught me that. <laughs> like I remember when I learned that, right? And it just kind of yeah. takes you on that like rabbit hole mm-hmm. of a trail of like, wow, like when did I learn that lesson? You know, and good, I want to impart times. that onto others. And yeah. it's so mm-hmm. beautiful to see that younger generation. And you just want to hug them all and be like, you guys are all weird and fucking horny. But it's not even just that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not even like, it's not even just the younger generation. I feel like it's just with us too, right? It it helps us relive those moments of when we learn that lesson. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And I feel like we're all still, I feel like the older I get, like when I learn lessons, it's like, oh fuck. Like, how do I not already know this? But then it's kind of, again, that humbling moment of like, I'm learning something new. Okay, great. I'm now this out. here we are. Mm-hmm. Why don't I already know this? You know, it's like I thought that I did, but it just is like a deeper awareness of that moment. You know, does that make sense? It doesn't seem like it's such a. Uh, I'm still a fucking high. No, it's. it's <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly yeah. what you're saying, and it's and it's like a road that's less unfamiliar because you've traveled it before and you've yeah. done it before, and it just you have a certain set of, you know, age and wisdom to you that you can bring to any sort of circumstance and go, ah, my world's not it's falling It just apart. reinforces, it reinforces those lessons, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, we were talking um, about the, you, you asked me when was the last time I was humbled. Mm. And I said that this entire year has been very humbling for me. Did you, did you guys feel the same way? Absolutely. Oh my, 100%. 100%. Okay. So this well, year for me specifically required, it's tremendous amount of, uh, introspective growth and just looking inside myself and going what are you right what are you it made me feel what do you want the deepest questions so expendable yeah like that is Mm -hmm. that is the word that i've related to myself i don't know why expendable see i feel i feel like the lockdowns to me didn't show that i was expendable as much as like it allowed everyone else to know what i already knew which I, in a, in a weird way, I feel really grateful for that. Absolutely. You know, I feel grateful that people no longer think that, like, the government is necessarily looking out for you. And, like, oh. and even if they are, if they're looking out for the greater collective, they're completely disinterested with the individual. Like, yeah. whatever suffering you have to experience for the benefit of society as a whole based off the dictates of some... Scientists, we're, we're like, gonna give yeah. you all of these fucking rules, but we're all gonna go do something completely different. Absolutely, completely. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Ga- Gavin Newsom put his kids back in private school today. Fuck Did he? you. Yeah. Sit on a dick, choke on a dick. <laughs> fuck you, Gavin Newsom. Don't care. Come find me. We'll fight. I'm I, not even a fighter. I'll probably hug you, but it's whatever. Oh, I'll fight him. I'll fight him too. Yeah, I just think it's so crazy that it's people wild. still people still think that like the system is set up to. Those. Treat us equally in any way. Dude, what it's the so f- laughable. What is up with those like the holiday the the holiday restrictions? No wind instruments. You can't have like Do four, not sing do at not your sing. Thanksgiving. You have but to pick 
three, what is it? Three if, families. If there's three families. If you have four kids, only three get to come. Nope. Okay. No singing. No singing. <laughs> Sit six feet apart and wear fucking masks. Yeah, suck my dick. Y'all are too close right now, by the way. Yeah, don't care. She's my wife. <laughs> but just want to throw it out there. People don't want you to bring the ukulele. To... Fuck you. <laughs> I will bring my ukulele and I will play it horribly. Just the way you great. say ukulele I know, makes, so me, makes me upset. You know, it's ukulele. <laughs> you don't even have to play it and I'm pissed already. That's good. Good. That's the point. That's the point. It's not for you, Clinton. It's for other people. No, it's not. It's exclusively for you. It is for me and it makes me feel good. Okay, that's fine. As long as you're willing to acknowledge that it's all about you. Ukulele. U- ukulele. <laughs> we can all just say it at once. I don't. What's worse, someone who goes to a house party and busts out a guitar or an ukulele? (laughs) Listen, it was a great present. Okay, and I'm just taking it very seriously. Tell her to put her guitar away. It's an ukulele. (laughs) I'm bringing it tomorrow. It's coming to the Halloween party. Don't you dare! I'm doing it. You better be dressed in Hawaiian attire. I'm gonna be pissed. Naked. Just my ukulele. Fine. Sick. I'm in. See? In. He said it. It's now recorded. He said I could bring it. You also have to be naked, though. Otherwise, I'll be pissed. All right. I'll see what happens. Deal with that. Um, Just a bodysuit or something. So we go back to the Duncan Trussell uh, moment and experience. I thought I obviously was very touched by it, um, and I'm not on drugs. So I wanted to see... Did it? Mm. Do you think? Because you you had watched it before, right? Liz? I watched it before, um, but I didn't watch it in full. Oh, you didn't? No. What no, the fuck? I, 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 it was too heavy for me to watch. Oh, okay. It in full. I needed. To I think it. had we not been there tonight, you probably would have shut it off too, because you like yeah. fifteen minutes in, you were feeling it. Mm-hmm. You balling. It's good. We love <laughs> it. Yeah. So it made me. It made me think of my mom. It made me think of my mom, and I was like, nowhere in on the entire earth where I'd, I did not want to be anywhere except with my mom at the exact moment right i get the complete opposite well tell us about that i just don't like i it made me long for that connection right like to a mother but see i I mean she's she's longing to be with her mother you're longing to want to be with her yeah Mm -hmm. like for a connection right you know we we were halfway through watching and i it just breaks my heart like just listening to like how they like Duncan Trussell and his mother like how they were just interacting and laughing and joking Mm -hmm. about these different situations and like his birth and like going through like they were talking about sucking on titties and like you know like what do they call like baby like titty suckers or something the fact they were just like laughing let's just call them babies babies let's just call them babies let's just call them babies but that they were just having this like easy conversation it was laughing and joking and so like i've never been able to have that with my own mother so just like i understand that that's what like i hate that that's what distracted me from the whole thing because that wasn't even the point of the the Mm. whole show but i'm just so distracted by that fuck i want that connection but i think it's like any art like it's not you can take whatever you want and at, at any specific point in your time, in your, in your life or, or wherever you're at, you take at it what you need. Yeah. Sure. Right? Well, and I was going to say, it's, it's like any art medium, you know, regardless of whether or not you're experiencing the same emotion that Liz and I did, because we have a little bit closer relationship with our mothers. It's not about that. Like, 
the emotion that you still were given from it was very potent and poignant in its own way but it was different it was different for sure but it's still still i i still felt like you were having the same emotion just on a different level so i don't know i wouldn't feel like you're missing out per se no i mean it was beautiful it was just beautiful like i just love that connection and then and it was it was really incredible that he did get to he had that opportunity to have that conversation and i think that it just from beginning to end it just like blossomed into mm-hmm. more than i thought i think that he thought it was going to be yeah you know like he was like holy shit like he was he was discovering so much of himself within that conversation for sure you know and that was so fucking cool just and that of feeling you could feel it through their conversation oh yeah you know and I, the, I, the way they say i love you at the end is <sighs> Is such a it's such a genuine conveying of that term. Yes. Like we all say it a lot. Yeah, absolutely. We say it to each other even. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when you're saying it to a dying parent, you know, especially you know, the person that brought you into this world. And, and when your mom says to you, "It's gonna be okay." Yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. It's gonna be okay. I love and the way she talked it. about the pain of it and yeah. and the the river of life and how you can basically like step out of it, um, but ultimately like the pain the pain exists regardless and if you turn into it you can deal with it a lot better and i thought that was super powerful because i've had many moments in my life where particularly with my anxiety disorder where i'm like i'm constantly trying to avoid these sensations yeah. as opposed to oh, turning yeah. into them you know yeah, yeah and when i turn into them it tends to alleviate the anxiety in its first place well, then, yeah, and, it, and it prevents the spiral yeah so, 100% um i think it's a powerful lesson on many levels yeah. uh, about love and loss and all those things. By the way, for those that are listening, it, it would be, um, I think it's episode eight of Midnight Gospel. It it was a recording of a podcast between Duncan and his mother when she was dying of metastatic bone cancer and breast cancer. Um, and it was three weeks before her passing. So super, three super weeks. powerful. But she, but she sounds like she, but she's, I thought she sounds so full of life, wow, right? Wow, yeah. God, yeah. beautiful. And I love that she... She even mentioned that at the end. She goes, I feel like I'm so... Like, she couldn't explain it. I love that she couldn't... I, I could... She 100%, felt... At, she at, was like, the end of my life, it's all... She's like, I feel more alive now than I ever have. And she's like, and I don't know if that is it if that's telling of what's to come after life, if that means that I'm building up more to give into my next life. And I was right. like, holy fuck. Like, mm-hmm. what a great concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and just like we were just watching the Egyptian tombs, like they just put all this stuff, like just to, to welcome themselves into the next life. Right. I fucking love, oh my <laughs> God, I love that so much. Cause uh, my, just a uh, brief story. My, my mom is a, uh, what's it called? She's like a hospice manager. So yeah. she's in charge of placement for people in the hospice. So she has been around thousands of people as, as they took their last breath. Um, and she regularly says that that's true. Like, as people get very, very near to death, they are basically just flooded with positive emotions. Really? Fucking and I think crazy. that's so fucking cool. The human brain. Wow. It's just yeah. crazy. Just so much but like all this sensation. Check this out. Check this out too. They also will have hallucinations where they get to see lost relatives. Wow. So like as you're dying, you basically get an... Ex- you know, we talk a lot about the... Uh, um, near-death experience where yeah. like you actually leave your body yeah. you get to mm-hmm. kind of get that recap of your life think about all yeah. the things that you did or you missed out on or whatever oh, God, well in this in this regard this is not even like as you have already died and then you came back to life and you get to tell this story as like your last 
few hours of life, right. if you're lucky enough to get those, um, you actually start to see, you know, lost relatives and they, they comfort you and they basically welcome you on your journey into whatever the hell comes next. And I just think that's fucking mind blowing. That's crazy. There's been certain <laughs> times in my life and I tried to remind myself to do this. Like when I'm in a particularly amazing spot in my world, I'll take a mental photo. And I hope... <laughs> hope you get to see it? I hope that I get to see it. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. And I have Hell so yeah, many dude. of them. That's I a good idea. so many My of memory them. is such garbage. Yeah. yeah. If and, I get a bunch I of really, flooded memories that I forgot, that'd be killing. And killer. I really hope because there's been so what many different times. Yeah. There's been so many different times in like extreme happiness, extreme sadness, really super high. No, or not even at all. <laughs> and, the complete opposite. Yeah. yeah. Super low. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite of high. Of course. Yeah, dude, that's that's a good. It's fun. Awesome. Hell yeah, I like that. So, uh, Liz, tell us about your mom. Oh, tell, I love mom. my mom. Tell us, tell us why you, uh, I, mom, I love your mom for the record. I, my, my mom is the biggest. She's, the, best, uh, she's the biggest teacher that I've ever had in my life. Did she? Do you think that she's given you? I mean, obviously she's taught you a lot, but what what in the spiritual realm? Just because you guys are tripping, I just want to hear that. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I was hearing Duncan let go of his mom made me feel like how I was going to let go of my mom when that. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and the kind of wisdom that she was leaving him with as she was departing this earth was just so simple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was so simple and so true and so kind. And I love her tone. Mm-hmm. throughout it's just so loving and so mm-hmm. open such a such a very special relationship you can just tell it um oh also for those that don't know i i actually was a fan of his podcast so i listened to this podcast when it originally aired in 2013 7 years later it gets turned into this cartoon who's a huge hit during the lockdown so it was like everyone had nothing to do but to watch this shit yeah. And I just think it's so fucking cool that everyone got to experience what I did, but then also add the visual medium of, you know, the incredible artwork as yeah. he first is his mother gives birth to him, then he gets pregnant with her, has her as an infant, and then she becomes a full grown adult, basically helps him as he dies, but then he helps her as she dies, and it's just it's mind blowing. It's it's incredible. It's crazy. It, it really is incredible. It, it, what's crazy too is like I was kind of distracted doing stuff while this is playing and like i'm just listening to like her talk folding your laundry you can tell him oh that's okay. true okay yeah because i'm a degenerate and I have to do my laundry here tonight <laughs> to hang out and that's fine it saved me time and money and i got to hang out with my friends and yeah. get high so this is great perfect <clears throat> so i'm folding laundry and like just hearing her tone and her voice and just like letting that also like not even watching the visuals mm-hmm. but just like hearing the emotion between them back and forth is just it's just you can feel it in your bones yeah like it's and i love the guided meditation that she gives him too just the what was it at any point even if you don't have a dime on you you can just look inwards yeah you can be present and be present present. yeah by like touching touching seeing feeling yeah yeah yeah. yep exactly have you guys meditated yeah oh yeah you do it regularly yeah, I mean, I used to. Remember when I used to have like super bad panic attacks? You've even walked me through. Oh, you, yeah. you introduced me to Headspace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You introduced me to that. And then, yeah, so I got into that for a minute. Because remember, you remember you helped me off the fucking 
volleyball court that one time. Oh, that's right. When I had a super, like, in the middle of a fucking play, just straight up panic attack yeah. really? off the court. Yeah. Clint, like, wa- like I was, like, yeah, I remember. dying. It was no. awful. Yeah. And I, like... I've I had just, my fair share on the court, too. It was awful. It's it's terrible. not we've, good. We've all put our bodies through some hell of Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. There's, I even, like, it's funny. We talk about Liz's mom. I called her in the middle of a panic attack one time. I was like just losing my shit, and the first number I called was, mom. but she has the same voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. same voice, yeah, yeah, same yeah. voice, mm-hmm. same temperament. That's, same. That, that's probably why it hurts you so yeah, much. Yeah, oh, yeah, it did because because she'll just remind you it's gonna be okay, and I love it's you. And, yeah, and yeah. to hear that when you're at a, at a state of uh, emotional turmoil, it's like, oh, mom, thank you. That's all I really wanted to hear. Right. No, is that it, it is gonna be okay. See, my mom is the the queen of tough love. So uh, when I'm in my lowest moment, she's just like, suck it up. Yeah, basically. And it's like, I'm, like, I, I am already that for myself. So I don't actually need that. You know, like yeah. that, if that was one thing I could yes, convey to her, yeah. it's like, I am probably not probably, I am definitely my harshest, harshest judge. We all are. Not all. <laughs> Some people very much are not, yeah, no. oh, uh, but I am. So I don't need that when I'm at my low point. Like if I am actually reaching out for help, it's because I have tried everything on my own already because i never go to anybody for help like ever um so mom if you're listening uh be nicer (laughs) be be nicer to me and you've made a very good son yeah no and she has and i'm not and this is not this is not even criticism like i'm sure that's maybe that's what she feels she needs or maybe that's just what she feels she should give i don't i don't look at it as a negative um i'm very understanding about it i'm just I'm just saying from my vantage point, and obviously sometimes everyone needs that. Sometimes everyone needs tough love to just say, hey, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Knock it off. I just don't do that very often. So no, like no, no. when I'm really low, it's just because yeah. I'm like broken and yeah. I need oh. I need to be loved. loved. But love me to, mm-hmm. together. Please love me. Mm-hmm. Put me back just together, love please. Me. Please help. Please help. Yeah. Help. help, exactly. Help. Like I always text you, anytime I'm hungover and you guys are constantly bagging on me and yes. I just go, I'm Be- fragile. Love me. <laughs> love me. Yes, it's I love fragile. that all three of us were like, okay, fine. We'll be nicer to each other. But we yeah. don't. Well, I mean, I think, we do. We do. I think we do when we need it. Yeah, I, think, I think we're pretty good at like actually clarifying, hey, uh, not a time to dunk, like, dunk on me. Please don't. Please <laughs> like, don't. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? No, I think mm-hmm. that's a fuck. That's why I love you guys so much. It's just easy. Yeah. Like you're just easy to be around and just it's a good balance. Good friends. Isn't it weird that we found each other? Yes. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. It was volleyball, man. I know. It brings people together. It but it brought so many good people together. So many. So many incredible people together. Just, and it just didn't seem it seemed like that was like a summer where Liz my is like, entire <laughs> what? It's like your favorite summer. It's my favorite summer. <laughs> it's everyone's favorite summer. It was a good summer. Uh, because it feels Ooh, like it's a it movie. It was a good summer. Because it feels like a movie. It did. It, it felt like a movie, and I just have never experienced that before in my yeah. life, and I don't know if I ever will, which makes it so amazing. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like a it was like a coming-of-age movie that we all got yes. to star in. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know? and it was the best. And I was 34. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, was, I was working my ass off and partying so hard <laughs> oh we all were yeah My God. it was oh, yeah. wild we were burning, I took, I was burning the candle dude yeah sure. I, was 27. I took five years off my liver oh, oh yeah easy I, I quit drinking 
Yeah, yes. she did actually. I, I actually did almost. <laughs> I, two I, I practically you. have compared yeah. to how I used to drink. Yeah. It's night and day. Right. Yeah. And you too. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. none of us party like we did. No. Um, Thank goodness. But we I feel like we couldn't be the same God. people. I'm I'm gonna ramp back up to it. I don't give a shit what you guys have to say about it. I feel like uh, I took some time off and, and I'm ready to my I'm ready to go feels again. Great now. <laughs> no, the problem is the hangovers. Uh, just as you get older, it just becomes impossible to party like you once did. Yeah, you can't. You can't. I mean, you can't. And you guys are young, and you, you still have bitch to do about more it. drugs. I know. I wish I could do drugs like you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why you can't, because you should. I feel like I feel like Coke would be the one thing I could actually get away with doing. No. I feel like uh-uh. I could without without it like giving me panic attacks. You think you think it would give me don't. panic attacks? Yes. Not that one. Oh wow. Okay. So the one drug I think would be good, you guys are like, no. <laughs> uh, Absolutely that's not. That's the one that's the one it, that always gives me the most anxiety. Because you're like, why the fuck am I doing this? I want more. Why am mm-hmm. I doing this? I'm gonna do more. Okay. Well, and then, then you're just laying there in the morning, Nick's the that sun's idea. coming up, sun's already risen, and you're still awake, like hunkering into a pillow eating uh, chips because you haven't eaten for twelve hours. Lord Jesus, that sounds terrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do cocaine, kids. All it's right. not a good thing. We're going to check that one off the list. Not doing that. Uh, Big pass. Pot, we already know I'm a fucking wreck on. He burns but, his dick. Can happened? we tell that story? Sure. Yeah, It's such a good story. Don't jam the can jam. Don't, can, don't jam the can jam. Oh, goodness. Uh, this was New Year's, two years ago, was it? Three? Three years, three years ago. ago. Three years ago. Holy shit. Yeah. It's, it's going to be three years. In, uh... All right, so two and a half, almost yeah. three we were on the middle of the desert, Anza Borrego, and all of my friends, um, who I introduced you all to, have been having this reunion where we come out into the middle of the desert and party down for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Everybody brings their Christmas trees, and everybody brings their fireworks, and their drugs, and their girlfriends, and their <laughs> dudes, and everybody, and just parties their asses off. And it's just, a, it's, it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone is there, knowing that you're on whatever, <laughs> doing whatever, and it's so well. It's, it's never. Like a, it's like a mini Burning Man. It's so fun. I loved at one point last when when we were there. I was like, Dave has guns, right? He's gonna be able to protect us if we need it, right? And I, you looked at me and you were like, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Dave's arm to the teeth. Yeah. Sure. We'll be alright. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. be okay because <clears throat> we are in the middle of the desert. I, I remember strapped with nothing. Did nothing. The one point of that night I'll never forget. I like had gone off on an adventure and I came back and Clint looks at me and he goes, "Where where did you go?" And I was like, "Dude, I was gone for like ten minutes." You were like, "You were gone for an hour and a half." Yeah, oh, and I was easy. like, "Oh fuck, I I don't know." Like, and just no rocking your fucking little mohawk hat. Oh my oh, god, I forgot I about it. that. That was so fun. Yeah, no, but the, the the circling back around to the burnt dick. Yes. That was hilarious. So Clint doesn't do drugs, uh, as we've we've said, but he smoked. I'd pot. like to, for the record. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah, he uh, smoked pot that night. It was super funny, but he was sitting around a fire. What song it, was it? Oh, it was. Um, was it Welcome to the Jungle? Queen. Oh, it was Queen. It was Queen, and it was um, Don't Stop Me Now. Oh, don't stop. That's what that was it. Okay. And oh, by the way, Clinton doesn't wear underwear. Well, that's a little I'm, TMI, but all right. Yeah, you're right. I remember I'm sitting there right next to Dave, and I look at him at one point because we're watching this happen. And I'm standing Our on the other side. Our dear friend Clint, <laughs> and he's performing this, <laughs> and he's singing it with like all this gusto, and just he's killing it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody knows. And like I look at Dave, and we make that icon, and I'm like, 
this is fucking happening right <laughs> now. He is so high. And it was so it's so rare for me to have a good experience when yeah. I'm high. So it was it was awesome that I was feeling Perfect. good about it. I love it. Yeah. Actually, it's weird. I have a very common affliction of wanting to sing at the top of my lungs and perform once I'm high and I I'm having that. a good time. Mm-hmm. Cuz normally I just want to isolate, but then like sometimes I just want to sing. Good energy, man. Yeah, and, it's and then you immediately dipped. No, oh, you were like, no, 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 he stood up, he stood up, he oh, did yeah. something, I don't remember what it was, but he stood up, and then he pulled his pants up, and then he burnt his dick because his zipper was too hot. Yeah, because I had been sitting by the fire, like, really close, because it's freezing out, because it's fucking oh, December yeah. 31st. Oh, freezing, I had hand, like, little, yeah. oh, those little fucking hand warmer things. Oh, were dude, like, that, you remember that one life. girl that kept bringing around and giving oh, them all to us? Whew, almost, almost proposed to her. Um, I'm just kidding, Easy. but yeah. <laughs> I remember I was sitting really close to the fire, and, and my jeans, which are fairly tight usually, were, <laughs> were were down a little bit, you know, so they're like off my body, but they're getting cooked. And then I start vibing with this fucking song, and I stand up to sing it and perform for no apparent reason, and I pull up my pants just because they're like a little bit low, like an inch, and it brings it adjacent to my package, and my dick was hot. And that's and I said, I, my dick's on fire. And that's was, when I lost it. Oh, and we I all did. did not, <laughs> and I was laughing so hard. And then I almost oh, fell no. into the, the, the can jam game or whatever. And so I was like, don't jam the can jam. Oh my God. And then it was just, it was, a, it was it's one of those moments. Fuck, where we like, laughed oh. for a long time. It was fun. And then that was a good night. It's a good night. That was a good fucking night. Didn't one of you like re up. I thought I thought someone like that girl just. Oh, I think it was you. I think that girl just came over and just shoved more mushrooms in your mouth. Not like, me. I was on acid. Maybe that was Elite or uh, Issa. Issa. That's who it was. Issa. Remember, she kept trying to grab the fire. Yes. What? Yes. Yeah, that. She was out of it, man. That was oh, yeah. Boy. She was real high. And she She's thought she like couldn't walk. It was really funny. It was strange. It was Anyways, funny. I love her. Good times. So, what do you think hilarious. it would be like if you were to do acid? Uh, that's the hard part is like, I can, I can have a really existential crisis type vibe where I'm just like overwhelmed and I have to kind of isolate and breathe, um, and just kind of like try and get out of my head. Or I can have a really positive existential trip where I'm like, I'm thinking about death, but I'm also thinking about the beauty of life and, and how, how happy I am to have experienced it. And it's like, it can go both ways, though. So that's the is, hard part. This is where you're coming into it wrong. You're coming into it thinking you're going to have... I'm just explaining that I've had multiple trips oh, that way. I don't know. know. I feel like the one thing... So so Troy... So my high school sweetheart passed away when I was really young. And one piece, one, one piece of information that he gave me that I will never, ever forget is we were sitting... We were talking about hallucinogens one night. And he was like, listen. He was like, babe you can't go into it thinking that you have a grip on it. Mm-mm. And he was like, the minute you try to fight it is when it gets bad. Right. He's like, don't ever fucking fight it. And don't ever try to put it in a box. That's the hard Just part. Just let it be. And but, so anytime, but some people are good at doing that. Well, I'm not. But I'm not. But I'm not. <laughs> but also, but, you, but I'm not also. But that's the thing. Like, that we've, this we've is, gone ahead but, and put ourselves into situations where we had to relinquish control so many different times where when we're in situations where we need to it's possible i think that's what it boils down to actually is, well, it's is also finding who you can control do. fear well it's mm-hmm. also like finding someone you're comfortable enough or people you're comfortable enough to do that with 
for like, sure. I'm not like I'm you and I are very similar human beings in the sense of like, I do not like to ask for help mm-hmm. and I do not like to be vulnerable. Right. But like, I know there are certain people that I can be those things around yeah. you and Liz, two of those people. Yeah. Where I can a hundred percent be myself. So being honestly like after, after three hours of you guys tripping, I felt like I could probably be doing it with you too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But leading into it, I didn't feel that way. Yeah. For whatever reason. Well, and the, we get that same way though. Because like, but you, yeah, you know, but before, times where it's like, like, are it's we like gonna fuck, are we going to do this tonight? I don't know. And it's like, I don't know, man. And then we do it and we're like, oh, okay, cool. And then it's like, because we right. have the support of each other, like, mm-hmm. hey, dude, am I okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're good, dude. Hey, good. Are you, are you okay? Hey, yeah, it, man, doesn't, it doesn't matter if we're good or not. Buckle up, motherfucker. We're uh, going. Here we go. But See, it's also like having that support though. Yeah. And in those moments, even like there have been times this New Year's when we were out in the desert and you were fucking on one and i just remember really she came up to me just bawling just (laughs) fucking bawling and she was like everything hurts everything (laughs) hurts and i was like okay dude she's like Mm -hmm. i gotta go call my mom and i was like okay (laughs) and i I was trying to eat a waffle seems like a weird decision but go ahead yeah i was trying to eat food that i didn't know i was eating like it was wild but it was just like but in those moments like she knew that she could come up to me and i always know that i can go Within that exact moment, I remember that exact moment. And I called my mom and I'm like, hi, mom. She's like, are you okay? Like, yes. (laughs) I'm in... I'm in the desert. She's like, are your friends around you? I'm like, mom, you're still trying to take care of me. I love it. I'm just really high. <laughs> I'm just high. And I just want to tell you that I love you. And I'm happy. I know. That's great. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think I think that my issue is that it's it's a weird correlation, but I'll give you the, the explanation. So the same way that like I'm the last to go to bed, I have to I have to shut down the fort and make sure everyone is like safe and in their place. And when... I do drugs with other people that are also doing drugs. I still feel a kind of a parental vibe where like, I want to make sure that I'm in my right mind so that if something bad happens, I can actually address it. Whereas if I'm having a bad trip and then y'all need something, hundred percent, I'm gone. hundred percent. So I, you know, it's a weird vibe. Like I, I I don't need to feel that way. Like I think you guys would be okay without me. Like logically, I know that rationally, I know that, but for whatever reason, my instinct is always like, well, okay, like, I need to be present so that I can address whatever shit happens. I it's, it's weird. A very, it's, it's very, a very, it's a very it's, like masculine, like male. Yeah, it like, is. Very, and I get that. I don't know why I have it though. But I, <laughs> like, I don't I think I was that, raised that way per no, se, but. It's fine. Like, I feel that too though with my girlfriends. Like when we're out, like even if we go out, like and I'm with my girlfriends, I'm like, I have this like motherly instinct to Absolutely. be like, where are my girls? Where are my girls? Where are mm-hmm. my girls? Like mm-hmm. making sure that they're all okay. Mm-hmm. Like I would fucking throw down if I needed to. You right. know Especially what I mean? if they're like, younger than you too. It's like, I know that they're probably going to be partying harder than I am. I'm going to keep my eyeball yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the older we get, mm-hmm. like the more we're aware of those times. You yeah. Know? yeah. But like when I drink, I can still... Even if I'm drunk, if anything, I'm more aggressively defensive of my friends. A hundred percent. So, so like you've saved me many a time. Yes, but if I'm if I'm on hallucinogens, like the last thing I want is conflict. You know, so because that it takes that that uh, you know arrow out of my quiver, so to speak. It's like it just it's. Yeah. Well, that's why you have to, well, that's why you have to pick your pick where you're gonna do it. I know what's exactly. Your surrounding exactly. Right. So tonight that's why that's been, why tonight would have been perfect because been, yeah. we're in my house. Everything's safe. Yeah. Like, Everything's good. There's and no, just the three of us. Nothing going on. Yeah. Like, it would have been is... fine. It's just, also, I drank yesterday, so my anxiety's a little elevated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate those things. <laughs> you're, so, you're so caring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
think it's good though. I need this. I need this. This is the tough love that I actually appreciate. Uh, as long as it's not too much. As long as it's not constant. <laughs> we we're, we're all really good at yeah. checking each other. Yes. No, it's, it's fucking yeah. great. I've been wanting one of these nights with the three mm-hmm. of us for a long time. I know. Thank and God. We just, we vibe so fucking well. It's so much fun. Like, it's just, it's always just easy flowing. Never yeah. forced. I mean, except with this one. This one kind of feels a little forced Such right now. <laughs> Y'all are just tripping. Get it. Let's keep talking about it, Elise. Tell me how much it's not forced anymore. That's weird. This shit just really isn't forced. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not forced. It's not, it's not forced. It's just not forced it's at not all. Weird. It's not weird. This is supernatural. This is weird. This is so natural. It's not weird. Uh, do, I, do I have a funny laugh? I think you got a, you got a great laugh. I don't know. That's no, weird. Do I have a funny laugh? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So I don't know what your guys' spiritual outlooks are, but when, when I, so just from my experience, just for the listeners that know, um, I, I've only done hallucinogens like back when I was in college. So a long time ago. And every time I came away with like, basically I went into hallucina- hallucinogens with an atheist outlook and I came out an agnostic. Like I didn't, I didn't come away with a definite, you know, a defined divinity per se, but I came away like more confident than ever that there is something more to this universe. And I think Absolutely. that's, I think that's like the power of hallucinogens is like, yeah. it really gives you that feeling. And I don't know why per se, I'm sure there's some biochemical explanation for it, but regardless, I, I have never lost that, you know, like I really do, especially when I'm tripping, I can, I can feel my mind is capable of connecting dots that it's not usually. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like the whole universe yeah. mm-hmm. functions together, even though it's chaotic and it's yeah. destructive, it's still mm. part of itself. And why, I, and I'm part of it. And like, I never felt that before. Why do you say destructive? Well, because the, I mean like entropy, like the, the nature of mm. humanity is like life and death. Like, So, and systems are the same way, like systems break down, they, they build up, there's organization and they fall apart. And that's pretty natural. Um, in some ways it's completely natural. So I think that, um, my experience with hallucinogens was enough though, that it made me, instead of coming away as a, you know, I swear to God, I went in there as an atheist. Like I was like, God doesn't exist. Like as a kid, I, I rationally had deemed it like obvious that this was, nonsense fiction that was written for people who are needed too, some sort of crutch yes to be able who to. were too who were too fragile to deal with the inherent temporality of their existence yeah. and i was just like i'm gonna look it in its face and i know that i'm gonna die and i'm gonna not be here anymore so like i better enjoy these years like it wasn't a negative thing i really i and, wasn't and that taking it that, that way you took to life i mean you really went out swinging yeah, I did. But but honestly, this was pretty early on. So like most of my achievement has come after I've already kind of decided that there is some sort of something else. So mm. I'm, I'm definitely not an atheist anymore. So don't T- take it that tell way. Me, tell me more about what it was like when you realized that there might be something else. Yeah. So I, I, I still remember, and you know how you talk about having vivid memories of things. I still remember this one for whatever reason, yeah. probably because it was so poignant. I was sitting on my balcony in Mira Mesa. And I had done, I think it was mushrooms and I was sitting there, I think I was talking to McKinney or someone and I just started talking to him about electricity because there was an electrical outlet next to him, like on my patio. And I just looked at it and I was like, I don't know how electricity comes out of that, but I'm, (laughs) but I'm made of it. 
and that's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And nice. I was just like, yeah. I was like, I couldn't tell you how it works, but, but like, I know that I'm a part of that, but I'm part of it. And, <clears throat> and basically everything is part of that. And I'm part of everything. And the fact that I'm part of that and that's part of me means that even when I'm dead, I'm still part of this. Yes. And I knew that in my soul. Mm-hmm. Like for the first time I knew mm-hmm. that. I don't know. You know, it's obviously like high trippy <laughs> nonsense, but in a, in no, a way it's kind of profound too. Yeah. So I, were, ever since then I felt You were able to explain it. it very well. Yeah. Oh, really? Absolutely. I, yeah. It's hard to you explain. You with words, Clinton. Well, great. That's why I'm trying to podcast. But uh, yeah, so ever since then, you know, obviously you don't ever feel it as poignantly as when you first having that epiphany, but I've never lost it. I've always felt like um, I am probably part of all of this because I am here and I do still know that like my heart functions off electricity. The universe is just energy. Electricity is energy. So yeah, I'm part of it. It's fucking cool. Like I don't, I still, I still really don't believe in heaven. I still don't believe that like my ego, my Clint transitions to the afterlife. I don't, I don't buy that. I wish it were the case because I'm very much in love with myself. Do you but think that you do I don't it think that's again? what happens. Yeah, I think it would. Yeah. I no, do you think that you, like, when you die, do you think that you're going to do it over again? Oh, um, that, I think it's more likely that we're in a simulation than, than that I get to, you know, be reincarnated. But do you, do you think simulation, do you think like parallel universes? I personally lean towards simulation. Mm. I, I, and what do you mean by that? And I don't like the concept, by the way. It, it makes me very uncomfortable. But I think that, you know, Elon Musk and a bunch of other scientists have theorized that essentially if you look at the evolution of, of uh, computer processing and artificial intelligence and things like that, um, including uh, VR, like if you go and you look at a VR setup now versus what it was three years ago and the fact that it didn't exist 15 years ago and then it's you extrapolate forward growing. 15 years, mm-hmm. it's going to get to a point that like, what I'm experiencing right now, which is to me real, yeah, will be indiscernible from VR. Absolutely, yeah. Like it's it's going to happen in in our lifetime. It's going to happen, and that's a that's a fucking guarantee. So if that's the case, how am I to know that it's not happening right at this exact moment? Yeah, we don't know. Um, So for me, like that is a, a much higher probability, and then then the additional, you know question or consideration that goes into this to decide whether or not you're in one is if it's ever going to exist what are the odds that you are existing in the timeline that happened that's actually real right before this this uh you know vr existence came into being it's pretty unlikely right what my brain hurts you follow yeah. you follow yeah, that logic no. yeah, yeah well, i do I'm that yeah. okay so so if it's ever going to exist and we know it will right just based off of what we see technologically now absolutely if it's possible to exist, it can have a million infinite iterations of itself because yes. we could all have our own little VR universe, right? Yeah. So why am I to believe that if I know it's eventually going to exist, why would I believe that my current existence isn't that already? Mm, wild. My brain hurts. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a, pretty incredible. Yeah, it's, it's a very yeah. it's a very reasonable yeah. question to ask. Um, I. So that's why it's uncomfortable. That's why it makes me uncomfortable. That's take why off I'm... your VR. Take them off. Uh, exactly. Take them off. <laughs> and then I just vanish. You guys be like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. Oh, where are we? 
Exactly. And this whole room dissolves. We're like, oh shit, not again. Exactly. Yeah, that would be pretty intense. Oh, wow. So now, now that I've explained it to you. Take, dude. Now that I've explained it to you, do we live in, in... It's called base reality, by the way. Do we live in base reality or do we live in, you know, VR? We're Uncanny Valley. We're like in that weird, we're in that indecipherable, weird in like... Yeah. Well, it's going to be indecipherable regardless. That's once it gets to that level. But we are in that level. I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> this, is a, this is a simulation. Okay, so you think we are in it? Maybe. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like you're, you're riding the fence like I'm asking you. <laughs> what do you think if you had to bet? Oh, no. fuck, no. You think, not, you think, not yet. Not yet. Okay. See, but it, yeah. see and I lead the same way. Yeah. But but the the way I laid that out, the odds are infinitesimally small like the seed is that planted. we aren't in it already. The seed is planted. Like, now I'm like, wait. I know. This is the problem. This is why I don't even like the concept, because then it makes you feel like I can't possibly be in base reality. Like, the odds of it are so small. And I don't want to be in VR reality. No, I don't as, either. I as silly as that is, because like, what difference does it make? If I don't know the difference, it doesn't you make don't, a difference. You really don't. Yeah. Can you imagine? But it's can you imagine, so weird. Like, like trying to like walk through the forest and like touch, like smell the trees, but it's like not actually. But think about so many different people what the fuck? who. I know. That's so crazy. Who can't? You that's... know, you you have people in vegetative states, and what is their existence like? Well, it takes you back to the Black Mirror episode. Of when, remember when they die and they like go into these dreams, like they take, you know, oh fuck. I don't remember. Tell me. Okay. So it was these two, like this, it was like in, back in like the, I don't know, like the seventies or the eighties and they wake up in this beach town and there's these two ladies mm-hmm. and, um, oh, oh, oh. but they, but like they go through, they're like going through like they're parting and parting and then, but the lady wakes up and she is in like a different year. Right, and she like falls asleep, and she wakes mm-hmm. up. She's in a different year, but mm-hmm. then you find out later that it's all like, <clears throat> I can't. It's it, like in the real world, it's like they are deciding like where they want to go. Like, do they want to stay in a place forever, or do they want to like do they want their soul to die? Oh yeah, yeah. So they get to decide though, like where like where are you sending your grandmother? Is it back with her love, or is it back? You know, I don't know. It's just wild. It's like what a concept. Yeah, Sorry. I love I Black was, Mirror. I'm no, still no, no. Really I- high. <laughs> I love I love Black Mirror because it does such a great job of carrying on in the tradition of like Orwell and all these guys that theorized basically dystopic futures. Yeah. And in my opinion, we exist in many of them. Like we exist in the Animal Farm slash 1984 version mm-hmm. yeah. of reality today. Yeah. And oftentimes when I'm watching Black Mirror, I get the distinct sensation oh. that like we are on the path, if not like... This Very is what they're close. telling us about. You, this yeah. is what they're screaming. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This when, is it. When yeah. Black Mirror first came out, it's, I remember. That's why it made everybody so no, uncomfortable. Uh, that's I, why That's why Black Mirror is. That's why it's so good. Yeah. yeah I could only watch one episode at a time. I remember you would even be like, Elise, don't do more. Like, you can't handle yeah. it. Like, please only watch. <laughs> please, you will be so sad. Well, I, but I was also saying they're so, they're so individually good. I was just like, please don't binge it. Yeah. Because like, like, it's one of the rare things that like you should experience yeah. and just let it like yeah. wash over you. Yeah. I think what's crazy, uh, we were talking about the Joe Rogan, Kanye West. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah. I listened to the whole fucking thing. And he brought up my favorite episode of Black Mirror. Which the one bees. did he bring up? The bees. Okay. When yeah, he yeah. talks about like when, you know, uh, the world like jumping in on like stupid. Oh, I'm too high. Like it, it's, um, he talks about the world like jumping in on 
you know, attacking one person and the minute like one person says something and the other people say something and like the, I don't fucking know the bees. <laughs> Great I story, got, Elise. I got really excited, guys. <laughs> what, what was this shitty snide thing she used to say? Cool story. Tell it again. Cool story. <laughs> tell it again. Tell it again. Tell it again. That's what it was. Tell it again. Anyway, Don't tell yeah. that story again. That was awful. Um. <laughs> no, sorry. Please cut that out. But anyways, Hell no. Uh, fuck. Anyways, it was, that was a really good episode. It's my favorite episode. Because it makes, but it's like, it's the best one, mainly because the bees freak me out. But also, because it, it makes such a good point of like, stop jumping into shit. Like, just to fucking have a word. Like, if you, like... Like people are just talking shit on people. I don't fucking know. Tell it again. Tell it again. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this. That was awesome. Um, what I did want to. I'll tell you about my favorite black hair. Oh, oh God. Okay. It's, it's the bees. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> it's the now I'm really nervous. No, my favorite one was um, when it was being hunted by the robotic oh, dogs. Oh, fuck that episode. Oh, it's just incredible. Yeah. Because I believe that technology will have that capacity. It's so close, guys. Yeah. It is so close. Do you remember close. when we watched those robotic dogs right afterwards? We were watching videos of yeah. like the Boston Dynamics. Yes. And those dogs, we were like, fuck this. They're, and they're already doing backflips. Yeah, like, they're already doing uh, backflips. And, and even if like one specific dog was uh, rendered incapable, others would come into the area right. at the and exact fucking tracers. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. Or trackers or whatever. But the, re- the thing that I always think about, and the reason that I'm so... Even though I prefer to be in base reality, the reason I constantly consider the fact that we're probably not, is that I just... I don't know about you guys, but I will just think about the infinitesimally small chance that we exist on one of the only planets that are in the Goldilocks zone. And like you just consider all of the factors that went into this planet being stable enough for such a long period of time mm-hmm. that we could have evolved to this state that I actually exist in this state on the only planet that we know of that has like intelligent life forms and I happen to be one of the most intelligent life forms on that planet not sorry that sounded confused <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm a human is You're what I'm human. trying to yeah, say yeah 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 um, <laughs> And then, wow, Clinton's so <laughs> humble. That's so great. You know what I meant? You know what I meant? Dumb, I'm, 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 smile like I'm a rich podcast. white man. Man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and this is why I keep you guys around. You keep me humble. Uh, anyways, my point being, all of that adds up to how is this possibly real? And then yeah. on top of that, so not only am I one of the smartest people to ever live. Yes. <laughs> I also, I also exist. I also exist in in you know the wealthiest point in human history. Mm -hmm. I happen to be successful. My life is like as good as it could possibly be in the history of humanity, and I'm near the top of that. So then, do some drugs. Fucking (laughs) a. Be okay. Why aren't you You high with us? No, no, no. My my point in all this is not. (laughs) any of that my point is what are the odds that this is real like it, it gets to a point where you're yeah. just like this what? seems well, very vr-y no, like if i if no, i was gonna lay out no, a vr not at, all, not at all i don't i don't agree with that at all. no okay okay coming from coming from somebody who's come from nothing right and like every day i wake up here in this fucking place in san diego staring at the ocean hanging out 
fucking running around, playing volleyball, doing my thing, able to afford these things. I'm like, how the fuck did I get here? Like, how did I get... I don't see it as right. like... Like the like but then, VR. But, I but see then it. extrapolate that. Add to the fact that you exist in a in a time period in which like leisure yeah exists hundred percent. You know, like most of humanity, lucky. there was no such thing I'm as sorry, leisure. Like, like all point, you did was work and reproduce. Like, like, like that's it. A, like coming from like okay, so like you can. I believe like like I was like where I was born. I'm very lucky. Like, regardless of the situation I was born into, where I was born, I'm very fucking lucky. Yeah. In a free country, quote unquote. Yeah. Like, that I can, like, loosely. That I can, like, do whatever I want, grow and be whatever, who the fuck ever I want to be, and just be aware of that. Like, that's fucking awesome. Like, great. And, like, I'm, we are so fortunate. Yes. We really are Mm -hmm. compared to so many fucking people. Right. It's crazy thing. And, and, in, in one way, when I talk about this, all I'm doing is like emphasizing how fortunate I feel. But simultaneously, I'm saying, what are the odds that this is real? <laughs> because it's so good, you know? You can't, I think you're, you, you, I think you think about it, so you give it too much, like you think about it too much. Well, yeah. I, but oh, I, it's I, good, it's good, it's good but, to think about it. But, but I'm, like, not, I'm not saying I think about it this way all the time. I, you know, 99% of the time, I'm just an automaton like everybody else that's going through their life existing. We were talking about that earlier, but why? That's the point. Right. But then I also occasionally will just catch myself like thinking these insanely deep thoughts where I'm just yeah. like, how ah. is this all real? <laughs> like, <laughs> I like, wish you could all see his face. <laughs> yeah, like we could, we could have... At any point, a meteor could have gone and reset this so that it didn't exist, you know? Yeah. Like, it could have happened. And the fact that, like, the Big Bang happened in the first place, if you believe in that. I'm not sure I believe in that. I, I think, honestly, I think that VR and, you know, the, whatever it's called, the, uh, the singularity is, like, more, it's more probable to me than the fact that, like, the universe exists from, you know, a fragment smaller than the head of a pin that exploded into everything that we now see before us. And everything that we'll never see because it's so far away. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Uh. You know, like, what? What is? What is a harder thing to wrap your head around? We are. We exist within a VR reality, or we exist in this actual universe based off of an explosion that continues to happen to this day. Yes. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still happening, people, and we're developing. We're just developing within that explosion. That's such a hard thing to wrap my head around, and I'm not even fucking high. It's no. so it's so trippy, Try and being this high. and this is why I don't do hallucinogens because I am I'm I think about this shit all the time. So but like, you, but it would would it brings some clarity to it sometimes. I know it does, and that's that's that was my point. And yeah. honestly, I don't even think I would think this way no. had I never done hallucinogens. Like the oh, fact that like I'm dead serious too. Like I believe that a portion of my brain was off before I took hallucinogens, and it was clicked on when I took them. Oh, interesting. I always like I do hallucinogens. So to turn interesting, my brain you yawned right through it. It was great. Off, I, I do hallucinogens to turn my brain off. I know I that's awesome. About, I wish I could. I because I, I think about this stuff regularly. Right. Right. So it's like to, to when I do drugs, like yeah, it's like it just takes me out of it. I'm like, and then I'm just in my moment, and I'm not like thinking such existential crises, shit. Yeah. You know, which is good. I mean, it's good. It's good to like think. No, I, I like doing. I, I completely agree, and that's why I have a meditation practice. That's why I try yeah. and get out of my head as much as possible because I am naturally in it. Yeah. So I, I feel like drugs are like a good reset, like a good hallucinogen, like good fire trip. 
is like a really good reset. It will to, it'll, certainly show you where mm-hmm. you need to be and where you're at. Yes. That's one of the most powerful And things. I think that's where some people get like wrapped mm-hmm. up in it because um, they don't realize what they like. You're going to need to let go. They're not, they're you're not realizing how go. deep and like what it's going to show you. Mm-hmm. Right. There's, there's one night we were fucking super high on mushrooms and we went out to the beach and we were sitting up against that wall. Oh, I remember this. And like, you like you were like, dude, it's so bright and so bright, and I was like, no, dude, it's black and yeah, red I was ta- I was... and demons mm-hmm. and just fucking evil. And she's like, oh shit, and I was like, yeah, man, I gotta sit here for a second. <laughs> like the world mm-hmm. was just like firing, I like just that. fire, red, demon, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, shit, and for like I think an I just, hour, I think yeah, I that's just rough. Gave you a hug, and we're like, okay. And and I just sat there and I was just like, we'll okay. And it was just a lot. But it, but it did pass though. It did. Well, yeah, no, I wasn't, here's the thing. I was never scared. I was just like, I just like, you know, Liz was like, yeah, it's so bright and it's so beautiful. And I was uh, like, how how did you that. keep, how did you keep that resolve to stay positive through it? Cause uh, how did you not get scared by that? It seems like such an inherently scary thing. Uh, cause I knew, cause I knew cause you know that you're high. I was, I knew I was high okay. and I just mm-hmm. like, I knew I just needed it. Like I was going through a rough time. Like yeah. I was, my heart was hurting. I was like not feeling like myself and there was like a lot of like deep seated deep rooted shit that i just needed out mm-hmm. and it just the mushrooms were like hey man here this you go <laughs> and you i was like okay here we are <laughs> you know and it just it just helps you kind of like that's not even that's this, joe rogan's total theory on it is yeah, that you need the reset periodically fuck. and it wasn't even that i was like thinking about like i knew deep down what i needed to let go of and i was aware of that but it was just visually showing me like this is what's doing to the inside of you Mm -hmm. like let it the fuck go Hmm. so i just and i just sat there and i was like all right powerful cool man and it just it was evil and it's uh like it wasn't bad like that's the thing i was never scared were you actually seeing yeah oh you were fuck yeah okay it was wild (laughs) the ocean like the ocean was fucking red the sky was red i remember you described it yeah dude Mm -hmm. it was wild it was nighttime it was was nighttime yeah oh wow yeah yeah yeah. that was a fruit snack night oh okay yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah She gave me fruit snacks and I cried. I wanted them so bad. I was I'm really a good high. friend. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a good, I'm a great friend. And we walked the, on the beach. The story was, Elise, Elise said, I really want gummy bears right now. And Liz just like reached into her pocket and Pulled out. presents it's, gummy it's bears. Welch's fruit snacks. Yeah. And they're the best. Went high. Uh, yeah, and I cried. And Elise cried. I deeply. cried. I wanted them that bad. They meant a lot to me in that moment. Well, what, what, what meant so much is that your best friend was taking care of you. Very and just true. knew. Very true, yeah. Yeah. And she probably thought you were a fucking magician at that point. Yes. I was like, how <laughs> did like, you know? Cuckoo. We always have snacks. I've done that. I've done that before a couple of different times when I remember Anthony Dykes too. He was oh, like, yeah. I want a tangerine. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I just. You had a tangerine in your pocket? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's weird. odd. She's weird. It's That's why we love her. So what you guys talked about, oh. it's important to <laughs> trip and then like. Because it tells you oh, what yeah. you need in your life. What are you guys taking away from this experience? I needed my not... friends. I needed my friends tonight. I needed this. I love you guys. Yeah. I love like, you. This, like the, the three of us have a great friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like it had its ups and downs and crazy all around. But like we're fucking great. Yeah. And we're fun and solid humans. And mm-hmm. I love that. Like it's, again, it's just easy. I think we're, what I love about our friendship is that we're, even though we bash on each other, it, <laughs> mm-hmm. it, Constantly. it always comes from a place of love. 100%. Absolutely. I really feel that. And 
And I think that's what makes for a really great foundation for a friendship. And it's why I cherish you guys so much. Yeah. And we're dynamic. I just feel like we just... The two. Yeah. yeah. And we bring out a really fun side of each other. Oh, yeah. I think I think that's, for me in particular, that's why I need you guys most. Because I am so much more serious, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you guys bring out the goofy dumb side of me yes. <laughs> where i get to where i get to like act like a fool and get hammered and you know just have a blast yeah as opposed to being like finance and economics and all this normal and shit. i'm so serious hey, Clinton. Clinton. Man. Come, out. <laughs> come outdoors come on play yeah, yeah, yeah. come out come hang out with us well i'm i'm definitely uh i'm re-upping into my fun phase as a newly single individual so You'll see a lot more of me, thank God. Thank can't, God. Can't wait to see you. It's yeah. Gonna be, it's going to be great. I'll be around. I'll be around. And neither of you are leaving now, so that's great. No. Yeah. You were going to Arizona, but you changed oh, your mind. I'm here. Thank goodness. I know. You almost made a horrible mistake. That's not true. It would have been a great <laughs> It would have been a, I, You know, I was ready for the jump, and I can say that confidently. She's been there her whole and life. And it's so funny. I know. It's, so have I. No, it's so funny yeah. because as well, soon as I was like ready for <laughs> the jump, um, help. You need some help? No. <laughs> trying to take my, never mind. As soon as I was ready for the jump to, and I mentally prepared myself to go somewhere else, everything just clicked into place exactly where I was trying to make everything work for so long. I've been trying to build a foundation here for so long. Right. And as soon as I just gave up trying to figure out my own path it all fell into place in a a really incredible way it's funny like it's funny that that you did that because you always look at me and you tell me that that happens to me Mm -hmm. you know what do do you you, what do you guys mean by it i'm I'm... oh sorry there's there's been multiple times where liz has looked over like at me and been like dude whenever you need shit it just falls in your lap she's like how do you do that and i'm like because i don't stress on it like, I just say it out loud. Like, I just keep manifesting. Like, this is what I want. Yep. This is what I want. This is what I want. And then it happens. Because I, I, go, I go get it. But, like, the same thing happens to her all the fucking time. And I don't think she realizes it. Oh, it does happen to like, me all it, the time. I, I, I've, I have the ability to manifest a lot. And I do. I think it happens a lot more to you than you realize. I think because that you give you yourself have, a hard time. Like, you give yourself a really hard time. I think that everybody has, you know, an idea of which direction their life is is panning out and when you're trying to grasp so hard at that idea mm. and make that actually happen yeah. instead of allowing it to just flow yeah. right well yeah. but it, yeah. it's it's such a interesting paradox because it's like mm-hmm. you're not going to get what you want without effort yeah but if you if you're completely obsessed focused on something yeah. oftentimes it'll be more mm-hmm. elusive than it might be 100%. if you were to let it come to you so it's like well, it requires so, focus and drive, but it also yeah. requires an acceptance of like setbacks and all these other well, things. That because when you're, hype, when you're hyper-focused, you become tunnel, tunnel vision. And right. you don't see any other opportunity outside of those yes. lines. And you might right? you might miss a detour that would have got you there faster. 100%. You know? So it's like, yes, like you want to be like, yes, like this is my... Like think of it as like a soft goal. Like when you have your hard goal, but like never put walls up. People are like, this is how I mm-hmm. have to get there. This is my t- like this is the one way I can mm-hmm. go. This is the one way I can the only direction I can go. It's like, no, that's not true. Like it's you have your set goal, you... but like like keep it soft. Like keep keep those boundaries like, hey, oh, that might work. Ooh, that might right. work. Oh, this is going to take me a couple step back, t- steps back, but I'm also going to get a lot farther forward. 
You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Uh, totally. But yeah. like, I, I just, I, I can't. Like... Well, I'll give you a brief story for exactly how it happened for me. I was, I was singularly minded on taking over my dad's company. And, but my ultimate, ultimately my, my only goal was financial freedom, like, mm-hmm. which happened to be the name of the company, which is ironic. Um, but I, I was so singularly focused on taking over his company that I never considered I could just do it on my own, you know? And, and as soon as I had a falling out with him and I quit working for him and I started my own operation, I achieved all of my goals instantly, essentially. And it's like, had I just continued to grind and just been like, I, my goal is to own my dad's company. So I'm going to do that. I would have never got to where I actually wanted to be, which was just financially free. It's fucking wild to me to think about, but, but oftentimes, um, many of my experiences have been from my lowest moments. I take quantum leaps forward. So like my first panic attack was when I was 25 years old and I quit smoking cigarettes. I quit drinking. I got in shape. Like I use that and I always Mm -hmm. do. And I think that's kind of like the sign of, of a, of a higher functioning person, yeah. not to brag again, but, no, no, no. but seriously, like for anyone that's listening, I think that's the best advice I can give is that if you are the type of person that allows defeat to defeat you, yeah. you're going to have a hard time. hundred percent. If you're the type of person that allows defeat to motivate and redirect and refocus, you will get to where you actually intend 100%. to be. So, well, that's exactly, dude, that's exactly why I quit drinking. Like right. you guys saw me at my fucking craziest. I know like, it was that great. That was my craziest. That's why I encourage you to drink every day. <laughs> yes, I understand that. <laughs> but like, I'll, I'll never forget that morning when I woke up and I was so like anxiety ridden yeah. and like I was like that was that I don't remember fucking that, morning. that was the night that I had to have you come over. Oh. And I was like, you need like you need to come over mm-hmm. and like I need to fucking take a break. Got and it. like I needed, like it was, it was, and I even that called was you that the next night? Yes, that was wow. that next morning. I think I, I remember like, that call. And right? I called you because I called you panic too. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Right. Like I was like, I just had this, these last couple nights, like it was wild. And like, I'm fucking like everything that I've worked for. I feel like I'm going to lose if I continue down this path. Yeah. And so I quit drinking that fucking day. I was like done. And I haven't like, and then she went and ran a hundred miles. Cause she's I ran 50 miles. Crazy. I did. And, but that's it. That was a good, like it was that turning point of like, no, I know. like this is like, this is what I need, you know? And I'm still fun and I still go and I do things, but like, it was that turning point of like, you're one of the few people that's so outgoing. You don't need to be drunk. No, <laughs> at no, all. No, <laughs> like very true. you are just, you're going to know everyone at the bar, whether you're stone cold sober or you're completely belligerent. And yes. I'm the type that like, if I don't have a couple of drinks, I'm not going to talk to anyone. No. Really? For the most part, no. Unless it's us because we're great. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If I know someone that's already there, yeah. I'm really good at like becoming friends with other mm-hmm. people's friends that are my friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, but like yeah, yeah. in terms of just cold opens, I just don't want to do it. Oh, I'm into it. <laughs> that's why I love traveling for work so much. Sitting at a bar, meeting new people. I know. That's... Banging random dudes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> beards, beards and tattoos. In if I see you sitting at a bar and you have a beard and you've got tattoos and you are single, sir. You're getting in. banged. <laughs> sir in. In my sights. I've locked on every single one of you in the bar. In my body. In my body, get in. <laughs> Don't care. Let's go. I'm sober. Yes. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, wow. <laughs> okay. 
I'm not that loose. And this, this is what makes Elise so fun. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> fucked this poor woman here. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The declaration. No, but, but, but going back, going back. But yes, like there's definitely there's there's definitely something to be said for for finding that motivation. Like you, you gotta like finding it somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah sometimes it's just a stranger at a bar that you. Yeah. Green <laughs> tattoos, bring it. Let's go. And if you're a little dark and emotionally emotionally unavailable, probably even the better. Best. If you're gonna emotionally abuse me, put Sick. it in me. <laughs> Let's go. We, all, we, we, we both want say, this roller coaster. We I, both want it. All, all three of us can uh, effectively say that we've chosen relationships that have been. That Rough. have been that have been that have been challenging. That we we say that we want to have a relationship and actually get committed to somebody, or even just be in a um, in a relationship. But we choose partners that are not ready to commit. So yeah. it's like, what do you really want? What are you doing? Well, you say that you want, but do you really at the, at the same time? Uh, I don't think it's I don't think it changes what we want. I think it just it's just who. It's I, the who we I do understand Liz's perspective on this though, because it's like if we if we're pursuing this person because we think that they, you know, check all these boxes, mm-hmm. but ultimately if they're unavailable, mm-hmm. are we perhaps not as interested in the end goal as we think? You know, uh, are we are we yeah. using are we pursuing people that are unavailable because we don't really know Truly that we want 100% that hundred percent yeah. that yeah. Absolutely. And I struggle with that too. I, I, uh, you know, personally, I think that I don't choose relationships in that way. Um, I certainly have been in some that are structured that way, but I, I really believe that like I'm at a point in my life where I'm being so discerning about like certain factors that I'm mm-hmm. pursuing that I'm willing to overlook some things that are like massive red flags that I'm just like, well, yeah, obvious. I I'm aware. I'm cognizant. Like that's a red flag. I'm not a fucking idiot. I see it. But we're gonna work she, through it. Yeah. But she has these other things that are so hard to find. I'm going yeah. to I'm going to fight Fuck. through it. You know. Yes, dude. That yeah. that could literally explain my last two years. Yeah. There you go. A hundred percent. He checked all of these boxes. Like successful, motivated, beard, tattoos, beard, tattoos, <laughs> emotionally fucking, abusive, emotionally abusive, all of the things. All the boxes were checked. All the boxes. You know, but it, but it's true. But yeah, like all the bad ones aside, you know, yes. I'm kidding, like, I'm kidding. It was like all of the things that I wanted, but like it came with all this shit as well. But it was like, I know that like the, in the way I justified it was like, I know that I'm good enough to handle it. Like, Hey, mm-hmm. like I'm a good person. Like I can handle your baggage. Just give it to me. Mm. Just give it to me. And mm. like, that was what I was fighting for. Like, just right. give me the fucking baggage and let's talk about I it. I feel like I was similar. I, and I was you know trying, I, mean? I was trying to get her to open up. I was trying to get her to just, just trust in me that like, yes. once you are vulnerable, I will be a better version of myself. Yes. For you. Like, that's what I kept trying to and, like, drive home. Couldn't what, didn't work. But what is the fucking whole, like, like that is where we fuck up. Like that's where where you fucked up. Well, but see, I don't I don't think of it as a fuck up because it's like you don't um, know. You don't know. Just, well, maybe it's just that person. That's it. It was right. just that person. Right. They're not ready, or they we're just not that person. Yeah. Because or like or you guys didn't evolve at the same pace. Like there's lots of really holistic, non <sighs> non blameworthy reasons that relationships yeah. don't work. And I, yeah. I I always try and reflect on any relationship that I'm in that fails, and I say to myself like, okay. 
what were the mistakes I made mm-hmm. and what were the things that were out of my control? And then like, do, am I going to take the lesson away? That was one of the things I couldn't mm-hmm. control. Cause I think that's a mistake. Like I think I should be viewing it and critical of myself on only the topics that were actually in my control. Like what, what could I have done behaviorally that would have improved this situation? I'm obviously there's always something like, and there was plenty of things for me, but um, ultimately like, I also have to accept the fact that perhaps we weren't right for each other at this point in our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I think that you know, maybe there's going to be an opportunity <clears throat> yeah. when you guys both are. Yeah, maybe. Or you had to meet each other to send off. Exactly. You never know. To improve yourself, to be better yeah. for the next person. And, you, and that's always <clears throat> probable, yeah. you know? Yeah. You never know if you like you are in this world for somebody else or if they are in this world for you. Mm-hmm. You never know that. Oh, that's interesting. You know? Like I always take that. I still, I still feel like we're, we're always, I feel like as long as the relationship wasn't a complete disaster, not necessarily just each, each person benefits from the other in some way. Not even necessarily just a relationship. I just mean like in general, like when you meet somebody, right? Like your interaction with them, right? Like you never know if what you say to them is what they needed in that fucking moment. Exactly. Like, like off that ledge, you know what I mean? For sure. Or like how many times it's like, has somebody said like, Oh, this is a great fucking example. Uh, it was, right after this whole thing with this uh, ex situation that just happened a few months ago, I was in Texas and I was reeling off of this, the end of this like just dramatic relationship. It was fucking awful and it was hurtful and it was painful and I was still going through it. And I was like, well, like checking out and I I'd found this little koozie for a friend who loves koozies here in San Diego. And it was, it's always a joke between us. Cause he always has, anyways, I digress. So I'm checking out. Tell it again. I'm going to tell it again. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> anyway, so I'm checking out. And this lady, this lady at the register, uh, and I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I'm buying this for a friend. And she, she was like, oh, that's so nice of you. Like, what a good friend. Like, that's so kind of you to think of this person and do this nice thing. And in that moment, like, to hear a stranger tell me that I was a good friend, uh-huh. that I was like a kind soul, that I was a good person. Like she didn't know like that the moment the I got into the truck, impactful. like I mm. got in the truck and I was bawling. Wow. I am a good person. You're right. I am. I am a good friend. Like I am a good person. My, I needed to My hear fridge that. is covered with all sim- symbology oh, of your goodness. Yeah. Pug, uh, pugs, I have magnets pugs, all over my fridge pugs. for the people listening. Anyways. Uh, I, I, every time I go on a work trip, I bring Clinton back a magnet for his fridge. And I always, I always say, Clinton, I have something for you. You're never going to guess what it is. And I always guess. <laughs> Bullshit. I never but, know what the magnet will no. be, but I know what it's going to be. Yeah. But anyways, I digress. But yeah. So like, you never know like what, like what that person, like, or if that person is meant for you, like that woman mm. in that moment was meant for me. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she, like she, like who whatever brought her in that moment and was like, Hey, here's a, here's this message for you. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it kind of give, brings you back to that, like that, that point of this is my, like, what am I reaching for at the end of my life? And like, that was that little tangent. Never mind, I'm high. No, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked it. I like what you were yeah, saying. Right I don't there. know. I, 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 I really think that, I don't know in it all that we just need to remember that we're all fucking human and that we're all fighting the same shit. Yeah. I think, I think if you can keep that perspective, it allows you to be much more sympathetic to people Yeah, because like otherwise, and and actually my, my ex ex girlfriend, Aaron taught me a lot about this. She was the best at this. She, I remember cause I would have like road rage 
So I would be upset with someone cutting me off. And I was driving with her one time and someone cut her off and I was like, <sighs> you know, I, I took like a deep breath and she was just like, they could be on the way to the hospital. Like, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, that's the most beautiful thing I've it ever is. heard. Yeah, I was like, I was like, the odds of them, you know, not just being pieces of shit and her just immediately going to like the best explanation, like. His pregnant wife was in the fucking car next to him. Like, he had to cut us off because he has to get to the hospital because, obviously, like, he's concerned about his kid, you know? Like, she's just extrapolating to, like, the best possible answer for why it. someone was shitty. And I do, too. I love it. And I've never lost that in me now. Like, yeah. I, I it's, still... It's called I, my, grace. As yeah, far yeah. as I'm concerned, yes. it's called yeah. grace. Yeah, but I, I will still have the... My initial reaction is the one that my stepdad, Charlie, taught me, who's uh, been on the show and a listener. Um, so he'll like this, but... Hi, Charlie. He's, Hi, Charlie. He's got the worst road, uh, road rage of anybody I know, or at least he did when he was younger. And I think he kind of built that into me a little bit. So now I'm counterbalanced with Aaron's mentality. So like my initial reaction is still Charlie's, <laughs> where I'm like, "Fuck this dude," and then I have the Aaron voice in the back of my head, like, "You don't know what they're going through," you know? And it's hospital, a, it's a, yeah, hospital Elise, or Elise just has some terrible road rage. Too. Oh, the worst. Yeah, I'm the worst. That's kind of surprising because you you do tend to see the good in people so I do. but when you're in the car there's no. no face so you just can't put it to it yeah. yeah no i think it's just i'm always in a fucking hurry oh yeah that's, that's that doesn't all. matter no even when we're not in hurries and we're just cruising oh i just town. hate when people can't fucking drive i don't know there's no <laughs> I, i'll give you i'll give you a justification i don't care i just don't like it when people can't drive well yeah that's and fine. I fucking whip my car around like I know how to drive, and I'm fucking. As you all over should, and everybody who has a vehicle should be able to handle a car just, yeah. just fine. It would be nice if they yeah. could, but they don't. You know, some people can't drive. And they can't. And they can't. Can. Can. Um, so yeah, I will always, I will always remember that message. So shout out to you, Aaron. Thank you for making Miss me a better person. You the best. Yeah. Miss you. <laughs> she she made me a better person in that regard. She's, so she's a great human. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thank you, Clinton. Yeah. Thank, thank you guys for coming in. Uh, this is Liberty Lockdown, and my special guests, guests were yeah. Elise and Liz. Thank you guys for being my friends and being such kind people who have yeah. also made me better people Love or a better so person, much. and it taught me so much more about enjoying life and being a loving person and being a good friend. You guys are great. Love, Love you, Clinton. Best. Love, Love you. you too. See you. And as promised, thank you guys so much for leaving the five star reviews. We've got. Feathering it, brother. <laughs> That's great. Uh, it says, more clip shows, foo. So apparently you like the clip show format that I did. Appreciate that. It takes a lot more work, so I'm glad that you liked it. And then we got at Dominic underscore Compose, C-O-M-P-O-Z. That's his handle on Twitter. Give him a follow. It says, uh, radical anarcho-communist with an economic literacy rate of a squirrel. Love the podcast. Liberate my fellow men. At Dominic underscore Compose. You son of a bitch. I'm not a communist. Uh, but thank you for the five-star review. Thank you for supporting the commune known as Liberty Lockdown. I'll catch you guys next week. We out.